Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I'm going to be discussing learning the difference between enabling and helping others and learning when to create boundaries and how to stop enabling others. For this episode, I wanted to shed light on something that really means a lot to me, and that's creating boundaries. I want to discuss just ways of navigating your loved ones into the right way without being judgmental and also just without enabling them. And I just really want to touch on knowing the difference between helping someone and enabling them. So when you help or support someone, you're aiding them, you're guiding them, you're assisting them, and just like really supporting them through something. But it becomes enabling when you allow a person to have bad behaviors, which makes that person feel like what they're doing is not wrong. So when you're an enabler, you start to make excuses for the unhealthy behaviors you see your loved ones doing. You might start to put their needs before your own and you might even like lie for them. Those are just a few things to really let you know that you might be enabling someone. One reason Uh, Well, one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to talk about this topic is because over the years, I've noticed a lot of entitled people and it stems from parents enabling their children. Um, Parents like they're making their children think that they can't do any wrong and making their children think that they're meant to get into every single thing they apply for and stuff like that can really mess people up for adulthood because in the adult world, And in the real world, everything will not be a yes and no one is perfect. So it's important for people to understand and make sure their children understand that they are capable of being in the wrong and they're capable of being told no. And it leads to the most unhealthy and toxic behaviors to raise someone or encourage someone in your life that they're never wrong. You don't have to literally say the words, you're never wrong to a person, but just by not checking them when they are wrong, or if they tell you something that they did that wasn't okay, and you accept the behavior and let them think it is okay, that's just as bad. Those are all forms of enabling, and some people have to realize you can't get your loved ones out of every sticky situation. It's important for people to learn, starting at a young age, that everything isn't always going to be a yes. Mommy, daddy, auntie, best friend, or whoever can't save them from every bad decision, and everyone will mess up in life, and you have to be able to own up to it instead of feeling entitled as if you've never made a mistake. Like, even being in school, I've seen parents go off over the smallest things. Things like them being like they wanted to sue the school or call up the school or whatever um, for them. Like, stuff like, you know, their children um, not being able to uh, have a 2 p.m. class instead of a 10 a.m. class. Like, it's things like that that really bother me because they once again are showing their child you can get your way always and that it's going to really suck for them in the real world. And when reality shows them that life doesn't work around your time and your demands. 
So again, everything in life will always be a yes. And it's so important for that to be taught growing up because if not, that's how spoiled people are created and they just go through life feeling entitled because they've just been so accustomed to everything just being a yes. Like when I got denied from certain things, my parents didn't throw a fit with the school or organization. Instead, they taught me that I will receive some no's in life. And as long as the no is fair and valid and not due to something like discrimination, that I will have to just accept it and move forward because more opportunities will come. And I just didn't get the one that I wanted, but more are going to come. And that advice has helped me so much in life. Like for example, I didn't make it into the internship program during my senior year in high school. And I was very devastated by it, but life came back around in full circle and gave me the opportunity to have my first internship a week before my first day of college even started. So when it comes to enabling someone sometimes you have to show some tough love and let them know that what they're doing is affecting your life and some people just don't get it so you will have to just one day let go and just let them suffer from the consequences of their bad behavior instead of you trying to shield it and once they realize they no longer have you as that crutch they are bound to change at some point I feel like I have definitely enabled some people because I'm really nice and I want to be supportive and non-judgmental. And I've had people get angry at me when I try to check them on their behaviors, which is what I fear. So I'm definitely a work in progress when it comes to enabling. I also wanted to point out that enabling doesn't have to be you enabling someone with like a drug or alcohol addiction because I feel like a lot of the time enabling is the term that is used with that but enabling can be feeding into any bad behavior such as your loved one going back into a toxic relationship and you making them feel like that is acceptable or a loved one that is always gambling or splurging their money and then leaning on you for financial support and then you give in. So things like that are also ways that you can enable someone. I know for sure that I've enabled people before, like friends that were making bad decisions and just, I remember just trying to cover for them or excuse it for them. And even though I knew deep down inside they were wrong, like I just felt like I didn't want to make them upset by disagreeing um even though like obviously now i know that like disagreements happen and if you want the best for your friends you have to sometimes let them know that they're wrong and they need to try to correct their behavior and um i also just i guess i was afraid of coming off as if i was judging them because i never want to come off as being a judgmental person or seeming like i'm trying to be perfect or anything um, and even with guys I've dated in my past, they had some extremely toxic behaviors. And for a long time, I enabled them. And when my family and friends were like, you need to just let them go because they're they're going to take you on their reckless spiral 
um with them and i was like oh no like you just don't get it he's not as bad as you think knowing full and well it was way worse than what it looked like um i didn't want to give up on helping someone i cared about but after a while i realized my mental health is being drained i'm starting to put them and their problems and needs over my own needs such as my schoolwork so i knew i had to figure something out and eventually i just put my foot down and was like listen like i love you i care about you and your well-being but i absolutely cannot keep feeding into this mess I can't keep excusing your behaviors and I can't let you keep taking advantage of me like you're either going to get it together or I'm gone and in some cases you really just have to give an ultimatum one of the biggest things with stopping yourself from being an enabler is to learn to not be a yes man and actually tell people when they are wrong or tell them when you're not available to do something for them I've had close people in my life tell me situations they were in where they were somewhat in the wrong, but me trying to be nice, I'm just like, oh yeah, like you have every right to feel how you feel. The other person was dead wrong, not you. <laughs> Knowing that I needed to also tell them like, hey friend, like, you know, you were in the wrong too and you played a part in it too. But I feel like as I'm getting older and becoming even more in tune with what values in life I stand by, I've been able to be more honest with my advice and opinions I give to my family and friends instead of trying to give them the answer they want to hear. Because sometimes you have to tell people what they don't want to hear to make them realize they need to work on themselves because being a yes man is a form of enabling. It's you being like, yeah, it's okay that you behave that way when it's not. If you really care about that person, you need to try and help them stop certain behaviors before it lands them in a really bad predicament. Or even being a yes man to the extent of always saying yes to someone. Like if they constantly ask you for money or they constantly ask you to just do something for them in general. Yeah, helping a loved one out is good and all, but... There comes a time where it's like, okay, this is becoming too much on me and it could end up being them taking advantage of you. You cannot allow someone to take advantage of you or leech off of you. Not every person that asks you for stuff a lot is taking advantage of you, but I would keep an eye out on those kinds of behaviors because sometimes you have to learn to just say no because if not you're going to eventually end up struggling and putting your own essential needs on the back burner which is not okay. A part of helping your loved ones is to learn when enough is enough and when they need to take no for an answer. If you keep making the behavior seem acceptable, saying yes to everything and doing stuff for them constantly, you're only feeding into it and not helping them or encouraging them to do better, which can affect so many opportunities they have in life from school to a job to friendships and everything. I'm still a work in progress for sure with saying yes all the time. If someone wants to hang out or someone wants me to constantly drive them places, I feel like I have to say yes even though it's an inconvenience sometimes. 
But I will never forget about two months before I went off to college, this older college student told me one of her biggest pieces of advice to me was to never be afraid to set boundaries and say no, and that I wasn't obligated to be someone's yes man. And that definitely stuck with me. I think the first semester of college, like of my freshman year, I was so desperate to have friends that I easily became a yes man. I was one of those I was one of the few freshmen that had brought my car, so I was always giving people rides. There would be times where I had a lot of work to do or I was tired and people would ask if I wanted to go out and I was like, yes. But after that first semester, I quickly snapped out of that and was like, um, no, I will not keep overwhelming myself like this. Like, I really learned the power of the word no because I was being very overwhelmed by trying to make everybody happy. I think also back to the entitlement thing, I think I also sometimes have a hard time accepting no's. And I mean, I don't throw a fit when I don't get my way or anything. I'm very well aware that no means no, but sometimes I will catch myself um, having my feelings hurt or being angry. Like, why didn't this company accept me? What was wrong with my application? Like, I just feel a type of way about things like that. And, you know, just not wanting to accept it, but knowing I had to move on. And it's definitely a time process and a growth process to maintain that type of mindset, to gain that type of mindset, but you will definitely get the hang of it with practice. We are going to always want the best for our family and friends, which is why we want to um, see them make the best decisions and be their best selves, which is why sometimes we become so invested in them and their decisions in life. And that's why we want to help them, which sometimes unknowingly leads us to enabling them. But we have to remember that at the end of the day, you can't make a person do anything people will do what they want no matter how much advice you give no matter how much you help um, no matter how much you try to give them so all you can really do is try and help them make a wiser decision and it really just falls on them if they want to take the advice or not don't allow it to get to a point where now you feel like you're carrying their burden on top of your own life situations that you're dealing with you have to come to a point where you address the situation, you address the issue, and realize when your generosity is turning into enabling and stopping yourself from doing that for the sake of yourself and that other person. And definitely make sure to hold your loved ones accountable for their actions. That is one of the best ways to help them. They may not like it or want to accept it, but as a real friend, you have to hold people accountable in their wrongdoings. No relationship with family, friends, a significant other is ever perfect. You have to be mature to talk about things that may make the other person angry, but it's helping them in the long run. It's also important to just make sure that you are mindful to not be judgmental during the process of helping correct someone's behaviors and even like letting them know that you're not coming from a judgmental or malicious place, but you're just trying to look out for the both of you. 
In some cases of enabling, you have to understand that as much as you want to, you can't fix another person's behaviors and decisions. And you have to learn to separate yourself from it. Because I think sometimes, at least me, we go through this moment of because I'm helping this person, their behaviors are a reflection of me, but they're not. You are not responsible for how another person behaves. And most of all, don't feel selfish for wanting to detach. You have every right to feel like you have had enough, especially when you've been trying to help and it has become too much for you and your own needs are not even being met. You don't want to live life with regrets and looking back like, wow, all I did was do stuff for this person but never did anything for myself. Make sure you protect your peace at all costs. I also want to lastly just mention, it's possible to be an enabler to yourself. There is one thing, you know, it's one thing when you are taking care of yourself and, you know, treating yourself, but then it's a whole other thing when you start to make excuses for things all the time or you try to avoid situations that you know you need to face. So just make sure that you don't enable yourself as well as enabling other people. Always remember that you can try to help as much as you can in other people's lives, but know when you need to limit things and create boundaries um, to create a healthy relationship with that person and also to make sure you keep your own sanity. And if that person isn't understanding of those boundaries or what you confront them with, then sometimes people are only meant to be in your life for a season and that means their season in your life is over and that's okay. You can always love someone from afar. Now into the Let's Discuss segment. So as you all know, this week was the presidential debate and um, yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, actually really embarrassing actually. And you know, I don't wanna get too political so I will just leave it at this this election is probably one of the most divisive elections we've ever had no matter the outcome i definitely believe there will be a lot of civil unrest for sure it will be intense this election has a huge impact on my future in college as far as just stuff like racial injustice and healthcare. Um, if we don't have people in office that make sure first of all that minority voices are heard, that could be detrimental for us. And if we don't have someone taking the right steps to try to help with the pandemic, it puts us at risk even more, especially for college students that, um, the ones that are disregarding the seriousness of it. And this pandemic is tremendously affecting the job market and the economy. So depending on what the outcome of the election is, that could affect me and other college students on getting a job when we do graduate. So my advice for college students, since we are all mostly in the newly voters age range, and also just to everyone, no matter what age, gender, race, or anything you are, please, please, please register to vote. And remember that your future depends on this vote. We are the next generation and we are the ones that are about to create a new foundation. And we're the example that the younger generations will echo. So please exercise your right to vote. Understand that your future is on the line. 
So please just take the time to register to vote and just double check what county you're registered to vote in. And we just have to come together during this time and get our nation back on the right track because as of right now, we are definitely not looking too good as a nation. I also recently was a guest on my great uncle's podcast called Power to the People, and I discussed the college perspective of voting, and there were other guests that gave their perspective on voting, and he actually has been doing many different segments about voting and stuff, and that can be found on his podcast Facebook page if you wanted to get a little more insight on that and on the presidential debate. Now into the Heart to Heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was... You're either going to live a life that you're happy in or a life that you had to settle into. It's up to you. Since this episode is how enabling others can become draining, I thought this quote fit perfectly because you have the choice to live a happy life or settle into enabling someone. The same way the person that you're enabling has the option to stop their negative behaviors. Both parties have a choice in this you and the other person and you have to decide which one you're going to make like which decision you're going to make you have to acknowledge what is going on in your life and get out of that comfort autopilot zone that you've settled with there is always room for improvement there's always room to evolve and change for the better and in order to attain genuine happiness you have to be aware of what and who is affecting your life and making the necessary changes so you can reach your full potential also just like i touched on earlier in this episode always remember that saying no is an option and it's okay to use it that is why my truthful tuesday post stated learn when to say no and when to accept a no sometimes you have to prioritize yourself and your issues before trying to help someone else because if you don't then you might end up letting them down and then at that point that puts even more of a strain on the relationship that y'all share so understand that you're not being selfish or invalidating that person or their needs but sometimes you have to just say no and that person should be understanding of that because you have your own life you have to focus on helping others every now and then is okay but when it comes to a point where you feel overwhelmed that is when you have to take a step back and prioritize and then learning how to accept a no is just as important everything in life doesn't go accordingly and how we want it to and that sucks but that is just reality and a part of maturing and living a fulfilling life is accepting when you receive a no and moving forward and keep trying and never give up on yourself you are the most important person in your life Take care of yourself and treat yourself with the same kindness and respect that you treat others with. So that means making sure you don't put too much on yourself and you know when enough is enough and where to draw the line. That means being realistic with yourself and understanding that your time is coming even if it isn't on the time you want it to come. Don't be afraid to discuss with the loved one if they're in the wrong or even being in the wrong yourself sometimes. It's okay. It's a part of life. Perfection is impossible and we are all flawed human beings with a purpose. Make sure you don't allow anyone or anything to get in the way of you finding and fulfilling your purpose. 
that's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight. Thank you.